listen, listeners, to the tale of Darius McCullum, a man who was arrested 32 times for impersonating a transit worker. He commanded, commandeered hundreds of buses and subway trains over the course of 30 years, staying en route and schedule without being paid. He even attended union meetings, even though he wasn't a member. And welcome back to Zero Credits, the show where we talk about things. Uh, my name's Henry. And my name is Pay Respects to our hero, John. Together we're Henry and Pay Respects to our hero, John, coming at you to discuss the cultural happenings of that their zeitgeist in order to recover from the year. You really have to give it to someone who really does something just for the love of the game. Like, not a lot of people do that. And to, uh, to yeah. take over transit authority vehicles and operate them perfectly on schedule to a level of ability that most of the drivers probably don't, that deserves a lot of respect. I mean, 32 times, hire the man, right? Like, this is... How come freaking Frank Abagnale, the, the subject of the movie Catch Me If You Can... He can write bum checks and lie about all the things he did. And the FBI hires him to be like a check checker. But this guy, Darius Malcolm uh, McComb, gets arrested 32 times for being a good transit worker. Why not hire? Where's his FBI hiring to be a transit worker? Yeah, well, I mean, I guess I have two thoughts there. First of all, Darius is uh, black appearing, right? Uh, supposedly. Uh, and also, I think that what Darius did and passed himself off as is like a blue-collar slash, like, poorer person job. So I think that someone who appears to be black who is really good at doing jobs that we give to, like, middle income or poorer people uh that's a criminal but if there's a white person who does things we think cool rich people do that's an (laughs) fbi asset right yeah it's the same thing um hackers always get hired by like cybersecurity people for like doing crime but you get one person just trying to make the buses and the trains run on time and suddenly we got to arrest him. Yeah, I mean, where's where's the where's the delineation? If I throw a cinder block through an HEB window and run an I'm pen testing. Yeah. You know, I found an attack surface and I exploited it. They should probably build stronger doors. Thank you. Here's my consulting fee and a bill for the cinder block. Uh, also, because you are white presenting, uh, we're going to hire you to be an architect. Yes, please. I, I will give you a lucrative. All you got to do is be like a cool criminal, so white, and do like cool cinematic stuff. I think my second thought about this, and it just came to me now, and it's so crazy, is like what uh, what Darius was doing by showing up and doing a great job, the only thing that separated him from someone who wouldn't get arrested for doing the same thing in literally any job is going through interviews, right? Because when you get hired at a place, you're impersonating a person who can do your job. It's just the interviews are, I guess, ideally there to be like, 
we are somewhat confident when this person comes in and impersonates the person we want them to be, they might do a good job. Yeah. But if, if someone walked into your place of business and just started doing a great job, just hire them. Just hire them. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, If you want to learn more about Darius McComb, you can watch the documentary off the rails, all about his life story. Uh, it's kind of sad because apparently he spent 23 years in maxim- maximum security prison for transit-related crimes for just wanting to drive buses and trains. It's We really need, as a society, to figure out what to do with people who really care about some stuff. Uh, because we reward some of those people very uh, handsomely, and then we grind the other ones beneath her sure like if the thing you love is robbing banks i get that that's not like a behavior we can like laud you know yeah but right for, no i don't know yeah we, we punish people's weird interests all the time it's judgy to say that they're weird interests well we cheer for danny ocean for ripping off a casino i feel like we could cheer for a uh, uh, a boy who by age eight memorized the entire subway system. I mean, that person's a genius. Yeah. Give well, them a job. Give them a job. Don't make them spend 23 years in prison for no reason. Also, I, I think that there's a thing that we should do as a society where we should find individuals who like, um, clearly are, are geniuses and are specially attuned to something. But if we can't find like, uh, like a societal use for that. Uh, and they might keep going to prison. We should just like give them enough money to live comfortably for the rest of their life. Just yeah. as a reward. Yeah. Why not? Like, th- Hey, this person like really cares about something. So rather than punish that and never change it, let's just take care of them. You know, we should have some level of universal basic income, but only for people who are based. Uh, you can't see it, but I'm pointing at the screen and agreement. The universal base in based income. Uh, th- there's a very privileged version of what you're talking about. It's called the MacArthur genius grant. Mm, yes. You gotta, <laughs> just yeah. give people a lot of money for being smart. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite fiction writers, uh, contemporary, uh, just released a new story collection. And then the, uh, the afterward, there's a thanks to the people at MacArthur for giving her enough money to live while she wrote the book. And it's just like, yep, that's, that's the ideal life. That's being a patron or, or, or being patronage or doing a Patreon. <laughs> I mean, I was having this conversation with my chiropractor who's like a, a cool, well-read guy, but we were having the conversation of like, so we're having some work done on our house and uh, a conversation that my wife and I were having is like, uh, specifically a bed frame that we had put in our house when we moved all our stuff to the new house was put together real bad. They did a real oh, bad job. Same. So they broke ours. Same. Yeah. We, we just found out they broke ours. Yeah. And, uh, she was like kind of down in the dumps about it. And it's a bummer when you find out something that you paid for is broken. Yeah. Um, but she was like, are we turning into those good help is hard to find people. 
Uh, and my argument is like, well, I think it's just like an axiomatic truth that good help is hard to find because most people aren't good at the jobs they do. Uh, and that's, that's like nothing against those people, but like, it, it is hard to find people who like care about something and do it at like a high level and haven't been promoted to a level of incompetence. I think it's just true that good help is hard to find. Yeah. Well, it's uh, just, a, it's the nature of what you're rewarded for. Because in the in the system we built that we live in today, we are rewarded for fast and completed jobs, not done yes. well. <laughs> yeah, and, and never, that was the, never done well. That was the point I was making to uh, my chiropractors. He was making it seem like a, almost like an IQ thing. Like, oh, they're not good enough at the jobs they're doing, which is why good help is hard to find. I was like, no, good help is hard to find because people aren't good at their jobs because we don't live in a system that pays people appropriately or takes care of them appropriately for them to give a shit about yeah. their jobs. And that the shape of that curve is different, right? Because like how much you care about a job is typically if you're a normal fucking person, like directly correlated or like exponentially correlated with how much you get paid. Like the more you get paid, the more you care about your job. Yeah. Uh, cause, cause you have to, but like if, if you have like a shitty, like skilled job, that's somewhat interchangeable that a lot of people could technically do like the market's going to treat you like shit. You're not going to care. And the only thing you want to do is to get the fuck out of there. Cause who wants to haul bed frames into houses and assemble them all day. That yeah, sucks. No. That that's work no, sucks. That's nobody's passion. <laughs> and if you were getting paid a lot to do that, sure. You'd, you'd care about it more because it would support you more. You care about the things that support you. Yeah. It's true. So yeah, let's come up with a system. Find people who are, are uniquely gifted at doing certain things and just let them do it. I do wonder how much better society would be as a whole if we returned to something akin to a patronage model where we saw someone who was doing like really interesting and good things and we just like gave them a bunch of money and left them alone that's the part we're missing right now even in things like patreon but especially in models like uh youtube and instagram and tiktok because with people getting views they just have to keep doing more extreme versions of the same shit right, to keep right. getting money but if we were able to identify people who had unique brains who just wanted to do this stuff anyway and just gave them a bunch of money and left them alone, who knows what they'd do? Yeah. And like if they make a video that you don't like, that's fine. You just wait for the next one. It's okay. You don't have to like every video they make. But I guess, you know, even in the patronage model, it wasn't perfect because like you'd have a wealthy patron if you were a writer. And they'd be like, I will pay for a house for you to write in and take care of everything you need. But, you know, just come by and, like, read to me once a week. Right. Doesn't have to be your stuff. Just I feel like I need to feel like I'm getting something out of this. Well, that that and um, it unfortunately did, like, the, the patron system sculpted art for, like, I don't know, centuries. Because it's like, oh, we want religious art. You mm. You have to cater to what the subject matter we will pay for so it like 
depending on how much control the patron has uh, over the patronee, it could be detrimental, but they, the, the artist will be comfortable nonetheless. Yeah. Maybe just leave people alone, give them money and leave them yeah. alone, give them money, leave them alone. And, and doubly so for any executives who keep interfering in movies, just shut up. Let, let creators create. I mean, let creators create. See, this is why a federal jobs guarantee is good. Because if you guarantee that people will have a job that will take care of them, they'll care because they'll take care of them. Yeah. UBI is fine, too. Let's all just guarantee UBI to jobs. Yeah. UBI is only good if it only goes to the people who deserve it and are good and cool uh, and look like me and like the things I like. Yeah, exactly. Wait, what? what was yeah, that's, the last that's two parts. <laughs> that's, that's good UBI. Just give it to the people that I like. I don't know about this. Just give it to the people. Just give Let's it to s- white people who do comedy. UBI. I'm going to shut this mode of thinking down. UBI. John, you're, you're canceled. Damn it. Again? Yeah, sorry. Um, you said white people should get money. That that can't fly in this day and age, though. If, you're canceled. If it makes you feel better, I spelled white Y-T. Okay, can we talk about this? <laughs> I mean, sure, we can. Uh, it was just this weird thing. I, I, it was a couple of months ago on LinkedIn. I found people talking about Y-T people. It's like, why are, so, why are they so upset about YouTube? <laughs> of course. I didn't get it. And uh, it, it wasn't until I saw a couple of articles that were, they were like the new, <laughs> the new abbreviation that's going around. I thought you say the newest slur on the street. <laughs> to be clear, the, it, it is not my opinion that YT is a slur at all. Just to be clear, I, just is it? Am I supposed to say it as a word, and so it's white, or is it whitey? It's white. Okay. I don't know. It's weird. That's not at all what I want to talk about. John, I wanted to talk about a different sort of white. Can uh, I tell white- you what YT is to me? Sure. YT to me is like folks, F-O-L-X. Oh, yeah. Uh, in that it is just kind of meaningless. Yeah. I feel like it's kind of meaningless and it's a thing that people who wanted to act a certain performative way like saw and then started doing, but it doesn't really like, do anything. It doesn't oh, like, yeah. like affect... It's not any kind of direct action to write YT instead of white. Yeah. Like I said, I saw it on LinkedIn, which yeah. is a place where nothing of meaning is ever produced. And if anyone listening to this uh, knows how writing YT instead of white isn't isn't like a performative thing, if there's a history here I'm missing, uh, please fucking let me know. Uh, let him know. My opinions are the farthest thing from facts on this earth. It's too little too late, John. You're already canceled. Ah, Fuck. But let's talk about a white Christmas, John. It's December. YT Christmas, of course. A YT Christmas. Uh, yeah, it's December. Uh, we're somehow in the first week of December. I don't know where this year went. Oh, me either. It's unbelievable. And I'm, I'm just looking now. It seems we got like um, three weeks until uh-huh. I'm just yeah. gone. I'm just gone. Gone for the last week of December. I will not be here on this earth. Okay, cool. Vanishing for the last week of December. I am also uh, vanishing for the last week of December and the first week of January. 
All right. Oh, and the first one. Ooh, somebody's got PTO. Well, my boss was leaving and my company's unlimited PTO. I'm like, what if I threw a bunch of PTO requests <laughs> at him? Is he just going to say yes to them all? And guess what? Almost all of them. It's pretty great. I love I love that for you. Not jealous in the slightest. Um, so the weird thing about December is we have this first week of December. This is the week where everybody discovers suddenly that it is it is December. I did it. Other people, I'm sure everyone listening has also suddenly discovered it is December. The weird thing is after this week, it's Christmas. Yeah. Wait, what? There's no time in between. Uh-huh. There, there's the month of December is fake. Yes. I, I definitely agree with this on principle. I, I was driving with Allison last night. Where were we coming back from? Somewhere. We wouldn't get a drink somewhere. Um, I was driving back. I was like, wait a second. Is it, is it December? Because I feel like what, what happens every year is there's November 23rd, right? Right. I'm a with day, you. Day we all experience. And then there's December 5th. Yes. And that space of time between those two days doesn't exist. It's like it's yeah. November 23rd. It's December 5th. It there. There is the day of Thanksgiving that happens. We observe it because that is like the day of November. And then you, you blink and it is December 5th. Yeah. I feel like you have like a day after Thanksgiving, like the day after the Thanksgiving holiday, you're like, okay, cool. Back at it. And then it's December 5th. It's December 5th. And then, so what I'm saying is it's going to happen to you again. The next time you notice the date, it is Christmas. Yeah. It, that's it. There's I, uh, no, between December 5th and Christmas is instantaneously nothing. And at the same time, I, I stare at a calendar and I, I see these days. They're trying to convince me there is time between December 5th and Christmas. And that is just not true. This has never rang more true for me because we did some very light Christmas decorating um we'll accumulate more stuff as time goes on but we got something that both of us have always wanted which is one of those little countdown clocks to christmas because we celebrate christmas it's a little reindeer has like two little blocks in it and it seems like every day i go to like change the blocks i look at my phone and i have to advance the blocks by like four days like i just haven't looked at it in four days or these four days just didn't exist I'm like, oh, is it actually only 20 days till Christmas now? Yeah. When I was a child, a mere lad, I can remember counting the days to Christmas, and there were like 50 days. It took forever. And now that I'm a grown boy, it's no time at all. I I wonder if it's because the quality of the presence has changed or just our lives our lives have more stuff in it that demand our attention. I think it's the former. Probably the former. The toys just aren't that good for adults. As an adult like I think we're getting a king bed for Christmas and we're foregoing like all other gifts other than oh, like shit. one or two gifts or stocking stuffers because we've been talking about mattresses by the way fucking expensive. Yeah, I know. 
I know. I, I bet we have been having this conversation for the past two years because our mattress is somewhere between three and 30 years old. <laughs> like our mattress is awful. It's mm-hmm. so, it's so bad. We, so we were honestly, we were, we were going to try to go uh, Black Friday mattress shopping to try to get a good deal. And then I got diagnosed with COVID the day mm-hmm. we were going to go look like the only day we had to go look. And I like, I got the diagnosis and I turned to, to, to Jamie who had just laid out. This is the plan. After this, we're going to hit up this store, this store, this store for mattresses. They, they close at eight. Like we're going to have plenty of time. And I turned to her knowing that her heart is set on this. And I just said, I, I don't think I can, in good conscience, go lay on a bunch of mattresses knowing yeah. I have COVID. Like, I mean, absolutely. No, no way I can do that. Yeah. And so now we got to wait for, like, President's Day. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of the next mattress holiday. It I, I want to I do a quick mattress quiz with you. I didn't know if this is the situation the podcast would be in when we started. But we've been pricing out some mattresses. And you know the sleep number, the the one that was advertised all the time when you were a kid, like you said, oh yeah, the, the firmness. You remember the the bowling ball and the wine glass? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, I, I'm aware of sleep number. So we're like, oh, we'll look at sleep numbers. Oh, they they have a sleep number mattress where you select the number and it's temperature controlled. Yeah, like you can choose one side to be cooler. Then the other, how much do you think that mattress and box spring costs? $10,000. More. $20,000. Less. $11,000. (laughs) $11,900 for a mattress and a box spring. That, geez. That's a new roof. (laughs) It is. It's more than a new roof, depending (laughs) on the size of your house. Mm-hmm. Uh, truly unbelievable amounts of money, and I mean, you can't yeah. you can't walk away with a king mattress for less than a grand. Yeah, absolutely. And every salesperson you're going to talk to, because you will talk to them, because they do work on commission, is going to be like, "This is an investment that's going to pay off dividends. This is your sleep. This is your body. This is your quality of life. You you got to spend the money." And the sad part is, they're absolutely right. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm definitely of the mind that like. It's, it's with that being the price, it's so worth it. You spend a third of your life sleeping. You want to make sure you get good sleep. Good sleep unlocks a lot of like great things in your life. But here's my thing. I don't think the materials cost a thousand dollars. They can't. No, they don't. There's no way. There's no way. There's no way. The margins on mattresses must be so huge. They must be. Because it's the facts. It's what you just said. Like, any salesperson can say, like, well, you do spend a third of your life sleeping, and that is a significant amount of time. So what are you going to skimp on that? <laughs> I mean, there's this huge gulf between what it costs and what you pay for it because of how important sleep is. I mean, this is why there are mattress firms all over the place. Yeah. I mean, I, in addition to them being a clear money laundering operation, they're also probably very profitable. Yeah, because it's a low volume. <coughs> sorry, it's a low volume, high price market. You don't have to move that many units to break even month to month. Yeah, it's like cars in a way. 
That is true. Uh, though, I don't know. I imagine the, I don't know what cars, I don't know what cars, uh, you spend a third of your life driving. <laughs> you spend a third of your life sleeping in your car. Uh, so, you, <laughs> so you might as well be comfortable. The Honda Pilot Trailhawk. Uh, <laughs> what? The Trailhawk? The Honda Pilot Trailhawk. Trailhawk. Four Sword. by four. Limited <laughs> slip differential. Split Sword. rear axle Trailhawk. Soar with the best of them. <laughs> I soar where the eagles soar. The trail. Yeah. An animal known for the trail. The hawk. The hawk. <laughs> um, oh, man. So, yeah, mattresses are expensive. Congrats on your Christmas. What were we talking about? Sleep mattresses. <laughs> Sleep mattresses. Oh, the, I uh, wanna, December is fake. I want to start a petition. And I... I, I I have no aims of ever running for any sort of political office, but if there is one, okay, there's a lot of social change I would really want to enact, but if there's one I can make in jest, it's that I petition that the business year ends at Thanksgiving and it begins again the day after New Year's. It's got to, so especially for like working professionals who don't work hard labor jobs. Yeah. This period of time is torturous because you'd think it would be, you'd think it'd be heaven. You're not working very hard because of how fake this period of time seems, but it, you still have to clock into work. Like the day after Thanksgiving, every day you clock into work until January 1st feels like you're going to hell. Yeah. Nothing. I mean, budgets have been mostly spent and they're being quartered out for next year. So there's not a lot going on. There's not a lot of orders coming in. There's not a lot of things being shipped out. I mean, at my company, well, I can't say this. Never mind. <laughs> For the most part, they're not hiring people. Yeah, hiring freezes kind of all around. A lot of people are on vacation. For the non-laborist, non-product producing working professional, this is wasted garbage time. I have had multiple days of the week since thanksgiving where i've logged into work and my work is like relatively demanding and technical where i will sit there i'll answer some slack message and i'll be in like uh and this is somewhat unique to people who work from home only my work from homies would get it but like when you're in work mode your body's in a different state and a worse state like your your stress levels are higher. You're not having a great time. You're constantly thinking. Like there's no unwinding when you're in like work body. Right. And I sit there in work body answering slacks, not really being able to get started on anything, because like some weird mishmash of people are out, or it's kind of the end of the like it's hard to prioritize things. It's just hard to care. I just sit there in work body for eight hours, miserable. And those eight hours take forever to go by. And that's over. It's like, I did nothing and I didn't even feel good about doing nothing. Yeah. It's ideally you're like, okay, I'm on the clock. I'm on call basically. 
but I should be able to do other things because there's nothing pressing happening happening right now. But that's not how it is. It's mm-hmm. like, well, I'm at work. Well, I, there's things I could be working on. Let me just work on them. And then somebody messages you and interrupts. And it's like, well, okay, I'm going to address this now. But then that takes, I don't know, 20 minutes. And I'm like, well, I don't want to go back to what I was doing. Because, like, what if I get interrupted again? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like right now, I am basically just on call for my boss. I go into the to the building every day, and I sit there. And there are things I like. I can do organization stuff, so I'm doing organization stuff because there's nothing else to work on. But before I can make any progress, boom, there's a demand, and it's yep. just like, okay, I'll do that, and then I do that, and I turn it in, and there's a new thing. It's like, all right, fine, but nothing I'm working on matters <laughs> like, yeah this isn't moving the needle on whether or not the company like has a good year or not because the time to do that was before now yeah no projects are really like getting off the ground at the end of the year the the way that i'm treating the rest of this year is like i log in i make myself available for people like i've I've steered the ship, you know, I know which way the winds are heading and now I just got to watch where it goes. And if someone's like, Hey, there's a reef, I'll sit the sea chair and cut the rudder. (laughs) But otherwise I'm just, I'm just watching it, man. Yeah. We're, we're, we're making sure the boat doesn't sink for sure, but like we can see port. (laughs) Yeah, it's like we just have to glide into port. Everyone just be fucking cool and don't do anything crazy and be like, oh, we actually need to we need to go the Strait of Magellan. It's like, no, we don't. Yeah, actually, we don't. The managers who are like, yeah, we need to go through the Strait of Magellan and quickly. Yeah, you know, those are the ones who are like, this is who who the message is for. It's like you guys need to chill. We're all just coasting until Christmas for the love of God calm down yeah i don't know what to tell you guy i don't know what to tell you person who has been promoted to the point of incompetence but like right nothing's happening my man yeah it's it's just not happening for you i'm sorry the time for this energy was maybe before thanksgiving but i'm gonna reveal a little bit i was also coasting till thanksgiving so (laughs) really anytime before november was the time to bring this up. Let's be, I'm going to be totally honest with you, boss. Okay. One sixth of the year. I'm kind of just waiting for a holiday. Yeah. So about a sixth of the year, I'm really not working. And also if it's like a particularly nice summer, maybe a month, you know, give or take, I'll spend really just working so i can uh so i can enjoy the summer so maybe it's like a quarter of the year i'm just not working (laughs) i feel like that's fair i mean come on i mean they expect so much of us i can't be expected to care about my job every day of the year that's unrealistic i think people can expect you to care about your job i think you are being a bad steward of your own soul. If you do. Yeah. I mean, don't, if you're listening to this podcast right now, unless you're doing something that like really calls to your soul and helps people, unless you're like right in the heart of that ikigai guy thing, care less about your job. 
Ikigai. 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 It's the uh, it's the idea that like the thing you were meant to do is uh, something you're passionate about, something the world needs. Oh yeah, we've talked about this before. Yeah, right? Ikigai. Yeah, yeah. yeah, unless you're in the center square of the Hollywood squares of Ikigai, that's a metaphor for Ikigai. Um, yeah. We're, we're really just here for the paycheck and any other obligation beyond that, if it's not like compensated is unrealistic. Yeah. I mean, I am a believer in, I have a belief system that for the most part says that we live a short little life full of infinite delights and to keep yourself from experiencing those infinite delights is Silly, because even if there is an afterlife, if you're someone who believes in that kind of thing, it will be so different from your living life now that there will be no comparison. Yeah. Uh, so if you're waiting for the big payoff of heaven, uh, enjoy the life you got now. Heaven's probably pretty weird. I mean, yeah, we all know you won't have a physical body. So, like, come on, this could be different. Yeah, because you know what? Heaven's almost certainly great if you get there. Because from what I understand, it's pretty hard to get in. I knew a camel one time. And he said, I had an easier time getting through the eye of a needle than I did getting into heaven. He's in hell now, the camel. Oh, shit. Poor camel. Yeah. uh, Well, he made all those devilish cigarettes. Yeah. uh, That killed all those teens. Oh, not, not Joe Cool. Yeah, Joe Cool, unfortunately, is in hell. Oh, damn. What did he die of? Oh, Joe Cool? Yeah. Autoerotic asphyxiation. Oh, it happens to the best of us. (laughs) It really does. It really does. (laughs) Only only the best go out that way. Only the best. It's like, why do the good die young? But we all know it's for the same reason. Autoerotica. <laughs> it's I do appreciate though that we have as a nation we've we've recognized that only the best people die via autoerotic asphyxiation. <laughs> so the only people who get sent out with a twenty-one gun salute are our military and maybe <laughs> police and people who die from autoerotic asphyxiation. Yeah, that is that's how it is. Uh, just let's just wrap up this December talk and just say decision makers of the world heed my call. Let people take off from Thanksgiving to the new year. Consequent free, not charging PTO. Just give them that time off. Every industry I know of slows down. So what are you doing anyway? Just wasting time. Yeah, fucking cool it. Just stop. Just, Just stop. stop. You know what? Everyone listening to this, as far as December talk goes, if you're listening to this in December, decision makers, the workers who are actually the real decision makers. Just stop it. Just stop. Cut it out. What do you what, what do you think? You're gonna you're gonna save the year in the last month? No, you're not gonna do that. Yeah, chill out. Leave your computer. Go drink some wassail. Yeah, get some wassail in ya. Get some wassail. Drink some nogs. Drink various nogs. Various nogs. Sleepy tea. Drink Wait. that. <laughs> it's a different thing. Yeah, it is.
I was trying to think of other warm apple cider and cake donuts. Ah, that's a good combo. It is. Enjoy your life. Enjoy your life. But John, I think we have some bingo news. We do have bingo news, Henry. Uh, Let me go ahead and open up the 2023 Zeit Bingo. I mean, I think pretty much everyone saw this coming if they've been paying attention to the news. And I most certainly didn't forget about it right before we recorded. Uh, I don't know if he, I think I'll let you go first. I want to be a good uh, a good sport. Do you have any additional bingo squares you need to uh, you need to scratch off? You know I don't. That's <laughs> you know right, my, you don't. You you know my you know my, all of my predictions were insane. That's someone joined NATO, I think. Uh, but not five uh, countries. <laughs> certainly not. It's a long process. Uh, coming in, there's no way to transition from coming in to talking about bingo. Uh, Henry Kissinger died, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so I unfortunately now have two of the notable death squares checked off. Uh, that's right. Henry Kissinger, uh, mega hawk, bad guy alleged uh, killer of thousands of people, maybe millions, uh, has passed away at the ripe old age of 100, leaving me one square away from a bingo. Or unless Jimmy Carter, Ricky Gervais, and Vladimir Putin all die. (laughs) (laughs) What's your last square? My last square is email from a more popular podcast. Oh, shit. If, once again, to restate the rules, if you haven't listened to an episode in 2023, I have a limited number of weeks to complete this bingo card. And if I do, and if Henry does, they will be treated to a dinner for the winner by the loser. (laughs) Yeah, I guess you just need to get on trying to get a more popular podcast to email us. I've got some irons in the fire there. Okay. I would be surprised. So um, is the rule first bingo wins? That That's how bingo is played. Why am I asking? <laughs> yes, I, I do believe. Now, now in... Um... <laughs> Yes, Dumb question. The that, dumbest question you can ask about Bingo. That, that, is, that is, in fact, how it is played. Yeah. Um, but you know what? If we both somehow get a Bingo in this year, I am willing to call it a, a tie. Um, facially. But, in fact, I will be getting treated to a dinner if I win. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm also really close to a Bingo. Not as close as you. Uh, Henry Kissinger pushed you closer to the finish line uh, because what, one of my squares cannot be scratched off until the very end of the year. Uh-huh. Um, research topics every episode. So that's going to be a limitation do, for me. Do you only need sure. that one to win on that bingo line? Well, I also need more streamlined segments, but I think we can agree we've had pretty streamlined segments on the, on the show. Uh, yeah, 
I think we've we've had pretty streamlined. I mean, there's a couple weeks for that where that might change. So yeah, they both will be scratched off at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which yeah. could be a huge upset. You know, yeah. so could either... be huge. I will say for your notable deaths, probably should have looked up people turning 100 in 2023. <laughs> I you're you're you know I just thought maybe King Charles would only spend like a year as king. Um, I don't even know who Norman Lear is. You thought Norman Lear would die? Yeah. Who's Norman Lear? I don't know. Old man. Yeah. Oh, he's he's a hundred. A hundred. A hundred and one. I did. I did my di- my due diligence. I also thought the Ezra Miller thing was going to keep escalating. So. Instead, it has done the opposite. They have completely forgotten their crimes and put them in a movie. Yeah, and I didn't think Tom Brady would retire. I thought he was going to die on the football field. (laughs) I mean, he puts it all on the field. I got to say, though, um, you know, Ricky Gervais and Vladimir Putin are dark horse candidates to die in the year, but you still have a couple weeks left, gentlemen. I got kind of close to Vladimir Putin with that whole... uh mercenary company oh i was watching that like a hawk yeah that would have been great i mean i mean it would have been great (laughs) there's no other way to put it my only other bingo comes in the form of a disgraced comedian louis ck louis ck starring in a major film i think all of the major films for this year have been announced yeah i am i'm so amazed i'm so amazed that major television show has an episode written by ai has not come to fruition yeah I can't believe Megan Thee Stallion didn't become Batman. I don't just and Phoebe Bridgers. No news about Phoebe Bridgers being on House of the Dragon. No, right? Yeah. I, and I guess I could do the opposite of crossing one off because I thought President Biden w- would announce he wouldn't be running for a second term, but uh, that did not happen. Yeah, that's that's just not going to happen. I will say I do have a potential. If for some reason we don't get an email from a more popular podcast, I will say. I am working on that one. I do have some assets in the form of low-level perpetrators who are going to f*** Zach Shepard's house. What? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Parody, 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 of course. Um, but man, wouldn't that get an email? I guess. That, would, really that would get an email. <laughs> they, they wouldn't really know. But imagine if the armchair expert pod came in. They're like, you my house. That'd There's be crazy. There's got to be a better way to get someone to email you. Yeah, but I've tried every other way. <laughs> and they drove me to this Joker style. Oh, God. He's tired of pretending there's another way. To win bingo, I finally had to become the jonker. Uh, <laughs> if, of, if, of course, the Antichrist is ascendant, I will win in that bingo direction. But honestly, in this, the year of our Christ, it doesn't seem like it's going to happen. Nah. Probably not, it seems that way. Yeah, but we will see, uh, once again, Henry Kissinger dead. Not a fan of the man, and I don't believe he was <laughs> very good. Uh, yeah, uh, so he, what did he do? What did he do? Henry Kissinger has been accused of involvement in various alleged war crimes, including 1. Secret bombing in Cambodia. Accusations of Kissinger's role in the secret bombing campaign in Cambodia during the Vietnam War, 
leading to civilian casualties. 2. Complicity in Chilean coup Allegations of supporting the 1973 coup in Chile and the subsequent human rights abuses under General Augusto Pinochet. 3. Operation Condor Accusations of Kissinger's involvement in supporting Operation Condor, a covert intelligence-sharing network among South American dictatorships implicated in human rights violations. 4. Indonesia-East Timor Conflict Criticisms for U.S. support under Kissinger's influence during the Indonesian invasion of East Timor, resulting in widespread atrocities. 5. Backing of authoritarian regimes Accusations of supporting oppressive regimes in countries like Argentina and Iran, contributing to human rights abuses. 6. Violations of international law Allegations that Kissinger violated international law, particularly in the context of his policies during the Vietnam War. 7. Bombing of Hanoi and Haiphong Criticisms for his role in ordering the intense bombing campaigns on North Vietnamese cities, causing civilian casualties. 8. Complicity in Greek military junta Accusations of supporting the military junta in Greece during its rule from 1967 to 1974, despite its human rights abuses. 9. Concealment of secret actions. Criticisms for alleged secrecy and lack of transparency in conducting diplomatic and military actions. 10. Role in the Nixon administration. General criticism for Kissinger's role as National Security Advisor and Secretary of State under President Nixon, where many of these alleged war crimes occurred. And many more. Henry Kissinger is estimated to have caused the deaths of three to four million people. Rest in piss. I, uh, glad he's just, you know what, we can just be glad. And that's not related to anything that has happened. Yeah. I'm just glad about yeah. things. And for those of you who are trying to guess my identity, there's one less Henry to guess from. <laughs> uh, the pool is getting shallower <laughs> and shallower every day. And it, of course, began with Henry VIII. Right, yeah. Well, he was eliminated straight out the gate because mm-hmm. I've only been married one time. So Yeah, to that treacherous Anne Boleyn. Huh? Was that Henry VIII? Yeah, it was. Well, she was one of them. Yeah. Catherine of Aragon. The book? No, Catherine of... Wasn't... Hold on. Catherine... About the dragons? Of... Christopher Bellini? Catherine of Aragon, Queen of England. She wrote a dragon? That's the marriage that got annulled, which created... Drumroll, please. The Anglican Church. Anglicanism. That's right. If you said Anglicanism, one point. Oh, right. Well, that's our bingo update. Um, I think we've got time for one more story. So have you ever seen a headline that just kind of makes your brain melt a little bit? Uh, yeah, sometimes. I think I remember reading one about Baby Gronk. Oh, yeah, that, that one for sure uh, gave my head a hiccup. Um, but I came across this story uh, covered by Elizabeth Chuck from the NBC News, and the headline just gave me pause because it feels like an Onion article. Okay. 
Are you ready? I am ready. Are you sitting down? Always. Good. Uh, Here we go. Panera Bread's charged lemonade blamed for a second death. Lawsuit alleges. Okay. So I'm aware of the first death. (laughs) Now that that is... That that might be more surprising. (laughs) I did did know about a first death. Oh my gosh. I hadn't... This caught me out of... The blue. I had no idea there was a first death. I'm somewhat amazed that the charged lemonade has continued to, to exist and to kill again. Yeah. Um, Dennis Brown, 46, drank three of the highly caffeinated beverages before suffering a cardiac arrest in October, according to the suit, as Elizabeth Chuck writes. Mm. Uh, so I think the... A big concern with the charged lemonade is a large charged lemonade has almost 500 milligrams of caffeine in it. Um, Yeah. Uh, So I'm getting into the details now. Quoting the article, Panera has advertised its charged lemonade as, quote, plant-based and clean with as much caffeine as our dark roast coffee, end quote. Mm. At 390 milligrams of caffeine, a large 30-ounce charged lemonade has more caffeine in total than any size of Panera's dark roast coffee, the legal complaints say. Uh, So it looks like the the first victim of the charged lemonade, uh, Sarah Katz, had a heart condition called Long QT Syndrome and uh, managed... Symptoms by taking medication, limiting caffeine. Panera in a statement said that they express deep sympathy for Mr. Brown's family. This is for the second victim. Right. Uh, and then add, based on our investigation, we believe this unfortunate passing was not caused by one of our company's products. And I beg to differ. Uh, it um, sounds like you are selling heart attack juice. Yeah, this is crazy. Uh, the The legal complaints also phrase it a different way by by saying quote the large cup contains more than the caffeine content of standard cans of red bull and monster energy drinks combined plus the equivalent of nearly 30 teaspoons of sugar uh that part is surprising to me um jesus christ what what would what would cause someone to concoct this drink i feel like so i i from a marketing standpoint i can kind of get it because caffeine is like caffeine is habit forming right right um and there is a significant portion of the population that that does not drink or enjoy coffee and if you wanted to have something on the menu to like really basically an energy drink, right? Like if you were Panera and you're like, we have a tea that's basically an energy drink. People drink it. They get hyped up. Uh, that would be a coup for Panera bread. Uh, I think my concern about it is that like there needs to be a barrier on huge amounts of caffeine because I'm only familiar with things being over 300 milligrams of caffeine, if they're like pre-workout. Right. Like the, and the barrier to entry with pre-workout is like very aggressive 
pans uh, or powders. Like, this is clearly like a purpose-made thing. But if you just have a fountain in your place that just dispenses 390 milligrams of caffeine, if I was a 20-year-old, I'd drink three of them. (laughs) Yeah, this is... um... I something with that much caffeine needs to be behind a counter and there needs to be a limit on how much somebody could drink in one sitting for sure. Like if I can't have two rum punches at a fucking Applebee's, there's no way you should let me drink the equivalent of a six pack of Red Bull in one sitting. I truly think like if you have something with that much caffeine and especially that much sugar, but we don't care about that. Uh, and not especially that much sugar, just and that much sugar. Um, you got to order it from a counter and you only get one of them. I'm sorry. Yeah. No free refill for no this one. You don't get, you don't get refills of coffee. You know, you have to, you have to go and order a new coffee. Yeah. Well, I uh, guess unless you're like an IHOP and then you're just getting it out of the pitcher. Yeah. But that know. coffee out of the pitcher is like, I don't know, 12 milligrams of caffeine. Yeah. That's not 390 yeah, that is, uh, I mean, I can't necessarily say, we joke, I can't say that either of these deaths are directly related to it, but this seems like a tremendously dangerous product. So everything is alleged. Nothing has been proven. That's what they're trying to do with the lawsuits. Um, but it seems as though things are trending. It's not a trend yet. It's only two data points. But it's the start of a trend. Uh, two deaths related to the same product does not bode well, right? Like, if it was a one-off, it's like, okay, she had this heart condition. She's only 21, too. This is really sad, uh, Sarah Katz. Both, of, both of these cases are extremely sad. Yeah. the She was a 21-year-old Ivy League student who had this, this heart condition. But she was very... Uh, cognizant of it she wasn't going out of her way to try to like drink things that would complicate her her condition so like if if it's not clear what's in the beverage Mm -hmm. and people are drinking it and they're having heart related incidents that lead to their death that's a problem I'm I'm looking at this and they're just in big tanks and you can take however much you want. Are you kidding me? They are just in big tanks next to the fountain drinks that you can just no. pour as much charged lemonade as you want. You don't even does it have like charged lemonade? Like does it does it list what's in it? Okay, I'll describe it to you in that it says at the top in a banner, charged lemonade, mango, yuzu, citrus in small print. Plant-based clean caffeine powered by guarana and green coffee extract, and then lists like milligrams of caffeine. But like also a large has like six hundred calories. My God. Um sugar is delicious and good for you. I, oh, I but uh, I sugar's great. I don't want to like demonize sugar. Sugar's uh, the like, worst. If I was twenty 389 milligrams of it doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah. That doesn't mean shit to me if I'm 20. Now in I mean, my 30s, I see something over 100 milligrams. I'm like, guess I'm not sleeping tonight. As a non-coffee drinker and as a non-energy drink drinker, 
I don't know, like, how much caffeine is in a Coke? Um, like 30 milligrams. Okay. But without you telling me that, I would assume, I don't know, somewhere between less than a cup of coffee and definitely less than an energy drink and definitely less than a fucking lemonade, right? <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, no, a lemonade would have less than a Coke is, is, is in my mind. Cause it's a lemonade, lemonade would have none. It would have none. It would have sugar. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It would be sweetened for the, taste. The, I think you do make a great point in that. Like, I think any company needs to take a long, hard look in the mirror if the current state of affairs is two people allege that your lemonade killed them, you know, <laughs> like if, if one person, sure. But if two people are making the case that your lemonade played a significant, <laughs> well, your lemonade, yeah, your lemonade played a significant role in events that led to their death. Just get rid of the lemonade, man. Just get rid of the lemonade. Just get I rid of... Th- Who's going into Panera to buy that lemonade now? Yeah, with this amount of press? Not a lot of people. Probably a lot of people for TikTok, actually. Oh. And also on YouTube, they're like, Chris's review... Chris, Chris, Chris's reviews presents, I review the Panera death lemonade. Oh. Yeah. Actually, it's probably a lot of that, actually. Probably a lot. Oh, Maybe there could be yeah. like a fun TikTok challenge where you drink three of them really fast. Oh, God. <laughs> then they would really have a problem on their hands. Please, no one do that. No one do that. We have not. We listened. do not endorse. I do not like to come out against challenges. And I haven't done it since, and everybody knows this, and everyone's saying this, we have not talked about this since the John 5G TikTok challenge. I had to denounce the John John's 5G TikTok challenge. And we all know it wasn't like a bright time in my life. And I don't love to talk about it. Okay. But I'm coming out now to denounce a TikTok challenge that doesn't even exist yet. Don't drink three big lemonades in one TikTok video. Yeah, please, for the love of God. Don't and if that. anyone doesn't remember the John 5G TikTok challenge, is a challenge to rid yourself by f- of 5G radiation by smoking 500 cigarettes in five hours. I don't even think you're allowed to talk about that. Once again, you can't do it. I you're have f- denounced it. You're violating like a gag order right now. I know. I, I'm. I'm saying. I'm. I'm bringing it up to denounce it. And you can buy any amount of cigarettes and you can smoke them however fast or slow if you want to. But I'm saying don't go on TikTok and to rid your body of harmful 5G radiation, smoke 500 cigarettes in five hours. I don't think we should promote anything you're saying right now. Yeah, that's why I'm denouncing it. I'm I'm saying don't, don't do the challenge where you rid your body of very harmful 5g radiation by stuffing your mouth full of cigarettes and smoking 500 of them in five hours. Okay. Don't do that. If you, if you watch YouTube videos about how like carnies put a lot of cigarettes in their mouth at one time, you can actually do it in less than an hour, but don't absolutely don't do it. Don't do that. I, I just keep getting mixed messages here. 
I really do, I could not be denouncing it more strongly. Okay. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. You can buy 500 cigarettes. Stop. It's an amount of <laughs> Most people don't even know they can buy that many cigarettes at one time. Stop. And a lot of people you don't, don't need know. to educate people that it's possible if you're saying don't do it. Yeah, no, I'm I'm Henry, I'm so tired. I'm denouncing it. You hear I'm you denouncing are, but you, it. You also say things as though it is possible. And you a lot of things can be true. A lot of things can be true. You know what? It can be true. You can buy 500 cigarettes. It can be true. You've got five hours of free time. And it can be true that 5G radiation does irreparable harm to your cells. Those three things can be true. I denounce wholeheartedly <laughs> the regrettably popular John's 5G 500 cigarettes five-hour TikTok challenge. And I denounce it in all of its forms. I'm glad you do. Stop giving details about how they can do it faster. <laughs> I don't even need it. People know what they need to do. I mean, people don't do it. Don't do it. And don't drink any more of Panera Bread's charged lemonade. <laughs> Please don't. Allegedly, allegedly. Allegedly. Don't do that. Well, I think we can tell people not to do it. We just can't say that it has maybe killed. We can say it has maybe killed people. But we can't say Allegedly. definitively. Absolutely not. Right. Unfortunately, the John's 5G, 500 cigarettes and five hours challenge has killed a lot of people. I don't need to be involved with whatever you've got going on on your personal time. Hey, this is separate from the podcast. I run my own TikTok. Uh, I'm glad it's separate from Zero Credits. Anyway, if anyone on TikTok wants to go to at 5G Truth with an O, that's where you'll find me. I No one should follow this man, allegedly. Oh, th that that's... Hold on. That's where you can follow me to learn from mistakes I made in the past because I do denounce everything. I do... I denounce everything. Okay. This 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 episode took a really weird turn. Sorry, I really didn't mean to bring up the John 5G 500 cigarettes 5 hour challenge. Y you know, but you seem so like apt to talk about it, which is weird since since the judge ordered I shouldn't talk about it except right. who denounce it. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Anyway, so Panera Bread just pull the lemonade. It can't be that. It can't be that big of a deal. Just pull the lemonade. And people don't need it this time. No one needs that much caffeine this time of year. Well, I got to do my holiday shopping. I got to. I got to tank up on. I got. I got to fucking tank <laughs> up on Panera Bread charged lemonade so I can trample some people at Black Friday. Look, people really want the same grill lamp that i i might be getting for my father so grill lamp a, l a lamp for your grill oh okay yeah so you can grill in the dark so you can grill in the dark that's nice night steak yeah. plank steak night steak N night steak yes night steak um but yeah no i need <coughs> i need energy to curb stomp some peasants out of my way so I can buy this grill lamp. 
get out of my way. I have a belly full of charged lemonade, and I'm a sovereign <laughs> citizen. <laughs> I, I am an I am an individual <laughs> representing a a person, a body that goes by the government name of Henry. Officer, must- I, <laughs> I have to warn you: if you tase this body, I am full of charged lemonade. I will turn into the Flash. <laughs> There are two options if you tase me. Either I, I gain superpowers akin to DC's The Flash, you're familiar, Ezra Miller, or I die. <laughs> or I die. It is, uh, those are the chemicals that The, the Flash was splashed with. Uh, <laughs> it was the charge lemonade. And lightning, of course. And lightning, of course. So if you combine those in the, in the belly of a Target shopper, God yeah. help you, you just made the... Gr- What's the the bad flash that comes for you if you're messing with the speed force too much? A uh, reverse flash, probably. Yeah, that person becomes reverse flash. Yeah, man, that flash movie was real bad. Oh, it was real all over the place. I didn't. It was, I didn't, did not like it. There were a couple things where I was like, "Wow, this would be cool if it was in a good movie about the Flash." And they have they could make such a good movie about the Flash if they wanted to. Oh, if they wanted to. Yeah, but they they really don't. You could tell to. in that movie. They had what they needed. Like they were smart enough to know what they could do with a good Flash movie. And they're like, "No, we yeah. want a platform for Ezra Miller, and also we want to appeal to Gen X by bringing back Michael Keaton, Batman. Uh, but I love Michael Keaton. I thought he was great. Uh, he so, did a great job. Yeah, best part movie, of that movie. Movie didn't care that he was in it. Movie kind of <laughs> said like, oh, look, he's back. Celebrate him. But also at the same time, spoilers, you'll never see him again. What I love about the Flash movie is so many of the things were just like, hey, this would be neat if we tried. Yeah, if we tried. If we found a way to redeem these characters we introduced and we just didn't just leave them for fucking dead at the end. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> that, that whole thing we thought that was really interesting. Scrap it. Who cares? Scrap it. Who cares? Yeah. Go, but- in, go into the worst looking 3d, uh, CGI sequence a movie has had in a long time. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, Henry, yeah. I think I, I think about this every episode. What's up? And I think this was another well-researched Zero Credits episode. Well, thank you for saying so, because that keeps my 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 hopes alive. Good. I just hope it's not helping you win the bingo. It might, and it might not. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Uh, but I guess from everyone here... Yeah, okay. From wait, not from every wait. That's what we say at the end. That's what the very, that? very end. You gotta that's throw it to me end. to do the social medias. I hope everyone had a good time, and someone who's about to have a good time is my good friend Henry, as he says to you, our social media. Yep, we learned a lot this episode, and it's time for you to tell us what we learned. That's right, you've got homework. Turn in your homework and the following ways you can tweet at us on Elon Musk's X.com, Twitter.fuck. Uh, you can tweet at us 
two at ZCPCWHJ on Twitter.com. And I believe my good friend John might know what that stands for. That's right. I'm so glad you asked, Henry. USA Gold is currently the cheapest brand of cigarettes in the United States. So if for some reason you needed to buy a lot of cigarettes and you were on a tight budget, USA Gold is the way to go. That's wrong, John. Uh, (laughs) It's weird. How do you move on from the saying that's wrong? Uh, I guess you do it. If you want to send us a longer message, you can always send us an email to zero credits is a podcast at gmail.net com. Fuck. Zero credits is a podcast at gmail.com. We will respond within three to five business minutes. We're also available on every single podcast service you can think of. We're on Apple Podcasts, no longer Google Podcast. I think they're doing away with that. Uh, but I guess YouTube music, I don't know. St- Stitcher's dead. What's left? Who's still out there? We're on Spotify. Check out our Spotify wrapped. I don't think I actually posted it, but <laughs> check out our Spotify wrapped. Uh, wherever you found us, thank you for finding us. And if you could somehow promote us on that platform, we would appreciate it. If it's not possible, just thank you for listening. You're doing God's work, but the real work that needs to be done is to tell other people about our podcast. Just tell somebody, just, just tell somebody that zero credits is a show you listen to sometimes. And sometimes they're, they're really well researched all the time. They're really well researched. And sometimes they just try to find out where we are today. I I think this week we found out we're in December and that means time is meaningless. I think that's the real lesson. Uh, I don't know, but tell somebody about the podcast. Word of the mouth is the only way we can survive. So please keep us alive. By telling somebody we exist. Uh, I just wanted to say that uh, while we were doing the social media reads, just because of a um, Google search I was doing, it took me to a LinkedIn article because apparently LinkedIn has articles under Pulse. And uh, this article is written uh, by someone whose LinkedIn bio reads, I'm interested in human creativity and technology. I'm a nature enthusiast, self-motivator, visionary. I'm an energetic communicator. Uh, I believe in organic SEO. And the uh, title of the article is List of Cheap Cigarette Brands 2023 on LinkedIn. That's right. Uh, the the best news source for <laughs> cheap cigarettes. The same place you look for your white collar jobs and from everyone here at the zero credits, uh, LinkedIn organic SEO dynamic communicator studios. We would like to wish you a happy week. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.
Did I harp on about the 5G challenge too much? Um, are, are you asking for real or are you doing a bit? Uh, it's never really clear. 